Sports Radio, Panther Insider, the only radio show dedicated to Chapman Athletics. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Parker Bell, alongside Tanner Pierce, joined with our new co-host, Alejandro Flores. But more importantly, we are excited to welcome our newest guest, Blake Seamson, a great friend of mine and a senior captain here at Chapman Football, recently retired due to his ninth concussion. What a story. He has now become an assistant coach with the team. I'm excited to hear him share that story. I hope you're excited to hear it as well. Let's get into it. So I just decided to play it safe and um, call quits. So, wow. Yeah. It was yeah, a tough that's... decision, but probably the best decision I could have made. Yeah. No, for sure. Tell me a little bit, I mean, going through that decision, how... How, I'm assuming you've been playing football pretty much your whole life. Yeah, since so I was about 12. So. Yeah, so kind of came to an end there. Um, I know you have now made the transition to being on the coaching staff. Um, how was Coach Owens and the rest of the coaching staff, like how did that conversation come along? Was that your idea? Was that their idea? No, it just kind of happened organically. Uh-huh. Like um, I came back and one thing I did want to make sure, I talked to all the guys and I came back after those couple days off and I wanted to tell Coach O, like, I wanted to talk to the team first, address them about the situation of my decision. So I talked to them and just told them, like, whether I'm a water boy, equipment guy, whatever I need to be, I just want to be finished this season, especially because it's my last year. Yeah. I just want to be there for these guys. And um, then during practices, Coach O would just have give me the practice sheet, which is super crazy seeing what goes on and how, like, <laughs> behind the scenes things. So I'm out here running around and running drills and stuff and helping just getting the practice organized and it just happened that, you know, they just kind of inducted me into being a coach. And now I'm just kind of helping with the inside backers and doing what I can. And then um, earlier this season, our inside linebacker coach and defensive coordinator caught COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole whirlwind of this was week two so when we played Cal Lou. So I completely had to take over all the inside linebackers. I was watching wow. like three hours of like <laughs> inside linebacker drills and tape to get the guys ready for the week so that was definitely an experience but mm-hmm. yeah it was just an organic process and it was good to uh and i'm definitely grateful for them giving me this opportunity yeah, yeah. did it give you does it give you a bug to like continue coaching would you like to coach after this <laughs> yeah, year i've been asked by yeah. multiple coaches yeah. like do you want to get into coaching like you, yeah you could be a great coach like the way you talk to these guys and i'm not sure i'm yeah. not sure yeah it's definitely yeah. something that i'd have to look to in the future right. Um, right now i'm just looking to graduate and yeah. start a career um mm-hmm. but if you know if my my future kids need a coach i'll be the hardcore <laughs> little league dad for sure there we go so that's definitely uh my calm but if something happens it happens but right now i'm just looking to move on and get a job or something love it yeah yeah so what do you say has been the greatest help in you becoming you know this coach is it like past experience of what you learned from other coaches what's kind of been the best advice that you've gotten over the years that's helped you yeah, I think it's just um, being around the game for so long and kind of playing. Our defense is very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to blitz a lot and just running the system, being able, grateful enough to start as a freshman and being around the system and knowing what goes into the defense. I think a lot of younger guys coming in, it's a tough transition, especially in fall camp where you have like 
three weeks to prepare for the yeah. first game of the season since we don't usually get a normal summer football. Um, so just being and running the defense and all the older guys that came before, like Dylan Keefe and David Aroos and mm-hmm. Chris Churches, all those guys who graduated beforehand, um, definitely took me under their wing and taught me what it is to be leading these guys out there and what it takes to like know the defense and teach the younger guys. And then just football knowledge, just yeah. trying to give the guys as much as I can on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely paid off. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, so let's dig into that because yeah. you mentioned some of these names that we had lost here at Chapman for um, – you know, our football team, we're sitting here mm-hmm. three and three so far. Mm-hmm. we got a big game against Redlands. Definitely. This Saturday at 7, so any of Let's you go. listeners, come on out. Big game, yeah, big game. Come on out. Rivalry, baby. game. Rivalry week. So back to, you know, the leadership kind of the skills that they had taught you and what you learned from them. What is it that you want to leave kind of like in terms of legacy for these young guys who are playing now, mm-hmm. but also like just moving forward for Chapman football. Cause you know, you might be the first student coach almost yeah. <laughs> in, in, in school history. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think the biggest thing I wanted to just uh, emulate to the guys on the team is just how much of a family this team is. I mean, a lot of guys kind of get struggled with the amount of play time that just happens in every sport, the amount of play time or an injury that strikes them or something like that. Yeah. I want to just show, like, even if you can't help on the field, you're still there for them as a teammate um, and help them as much as possible. And the legacy I think I'd probably want to leave is just being for them, being there for them, um, and just never giving up on what you start. I know my parents were big on if you start something, you got to finish it. And um, especially going into this last year, I want to definitely finish this football season. I It's funny because I was saying how, like – they, I wanted to be there for them and how they would need me, but I need them as in the team more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, wow. They've definitely been a big thing in keeping my morale high. Yeah. Um, it's obviously tough just watching. <laughs> you want to be out there playing. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but, you know, I need them just as much as they need me, so that's definitely something that I want to leave behind for the younger guys. Definitely. That team, car- team camaraderie is huge. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the type of stuff we like to – you know, dig into here on Panther Insider. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of other shows and, and stuff on campus that kind of discuss like the specifics of sports and we just like to talk sports. But here, you know, we like to learn these things. We like to learn about that camaraderie, yeah. what it's like to because Chapman, you know, isn't necessarily known for sports, if we're no, being exactly. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just being able to shine a light on because every every athlete we've had on here so far kind of has the same sentiment mm-hmm. there's such this like family culture mm-hmm, for sure um and it starts from the top and we can see now that like players as yeah. yourself when they have to hang up the cleats or whatever it may be are now able to like you know give back yeah, yeah. give back yeah, for so sure this is uh it's really cool i'm glad we have you on today um now i guess if we're, we're here yeah and, you know, football season starting, mm-hmm. uh, playoff baseball starting. Yep. Just, uh, Let's go. Just to have some, yeah, just not, to have some do fun Do not here. bring up the Raiders. Do not bring up the Raiders. I told you before we hopped on. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Derek Carr? <laughs> That's a touchy subject. Derek Carr, man. That 
uh, you hate him, but you love him. Uh, and every Raider fan, I feel like, feels like that. But I hope at this point, my theory is I was. It's funny after that Monday night game, I was in class watching that on my laptop. I actually I wasn't watching watching on my laptop. I was paying attention to what was going Correct. on in class. Yeah. Correct. Um, <laughs> yep. But that final play with Devontae Adams, where he dropped the ball, and then where oh. they ran ran into each other, him and Renfro. I was like almost knock my computer off the desk. Everyone <laughs> yeah. looks at me like, what's going on back yeah. there? You're like, oh, it's oh, finishing my assignment. Out. You wouldn't exactly. understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you would not understand. <laughs> on the, almost on the verge of tears mid-class. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to sit through like another hour. But it was, um, yeah, it's tough. And just Derek Carr, man. No, Derek Carr. And McDaniels, two-point conversion. I could talk all day oh, about the Raiders' yes. problems. I this had season. Hate, that too. But hey, at least Derek Carr isn't the worst QB in your division. True. Because... True. Everyone thought he was going to be, and then Russell Wilson's just Russell. been awful. So. That's right. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> so then sticking on the topic of sports, like at least pro sports, mm-hmm. you know, I know as a little bit as a former player, and then I imagine the same for you, you know, there's obviously players that you look up to, YouTube highlights that you look at, you know, people that inspire you when it comes to leadership or when it comes to just style of play. So have there right. been any players that, you know, growing up, like you really admired? Like uh, as a leadership or maybe even just as a player? Um, probably a little mix of I really like Ray Lewis okay. and I really like Brian Bosworth. Ooh, okay. Brian okay. Bosworth's Boss. a little bit of a cur- curveball there. <laughs> yeah. um, if you watch Bosworth, he's just an absolute psychopath exactly. on the field. So yeah. that's definitely uh, something that I tried to emulate. And he's just he's just the GOAT. He's a character. And uh, and then Ray Lewis, he, you know, everyone oh, knows yeah. how yeah. inspirational he is and the intensity he brings out on the field. So those are two players that I definitely uh, try to emulate my game after. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, awesome. So, you know, bringing those two players up, mm-hmm. I heard in, in your interview with CSBN, one of the things you'll miss the most <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is contact. Is contact. <laughs> contact <which laughs> it's funny to say that due to the, the amount the of concussions. concussions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, con- yeah, it's something I miss. That's one of the things that made me fall in love with football. I mean, I have three brothers. Shout out Jeremy, Kate, and Shane. Love you guys. Um, but we've been playing our whole lives, outdoor basketball, um, baseball, football, you name it. And things get super dicey and competitive out there. Yeah. <laughs> and tears are shed, blood's being thrown on the floor. It's it's awful. But, yeah, and then I started playing football because I was baseball guy my whole life. Uh-huh. And then I started playing football. And then it was like, all right, I like this. I like hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 could, I could deal with this for a little bit. And then high school went on and – I found my success in football. I played all four years of baseball and football in high school, and I liked both, but football was just something that I was like, you know, I want to do this for college and just continue as much as I can. So contact is huge for me. Yeah. I love love Maybe Maybe a little too much. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little too much, definitely. For better or for worse. Yeah. No no wonder this guy's an inside backer. Oh, definitely. No regrets. Gotta have that. I love it. Uh, what made you, I know, I want to dive into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. What made you choose, like, was it a tough decision for you between football and baseball, or was it a little bit easier? Like, did you have options to go play baseball in college, too, or was it just No, football? so I actually, freshman year of going into high school, I was, like, all in on baseball. Uh-huh. I was like, I want to go play in college baseball. Like, I'm going to training, all that. And then I played freshman. It's funny because this kind of goes back, but <laughs> in junior All-American football, like, I hated football right. at first. Just because it was, so, like, it was just so much. Like, it's just yeah. such a different sport with practices and oh, yeah. conditioning yeah. and all that. So I just was like, all right, I'll play freshman year. My mom, make my mom happy. She wants me to play. All my brothers just play at least freshman mm-hmm. year football. And then 
the idea was like I'm gonna play baseball going into freshman year of mm -hmm. high school. Yeah. As time went on, I just found my success in football, and then I started just to love the game more, and mm -hmm. I was trying to just starting to understand because. I was just switching positions because I was a bigger kid when I was little, so I was playing offensive line and defensive line. <laughs> yep. It's like that guys like Tanner McKee at, uh, at Stanford and Stevie Nomura, who's at USC right now. It's just uh -huh. guys who are like just much older than me. And then I got to high school and I'm playing guys my own age. Uh -huh. So it's like evening out the competition. <laughs> yeah. So it's nicer. So I just found my success there. And then senior year, um, I was like, you know, I'm going to play football. Like I want to play football for yeah. Yeah. Um, in college and ultimately end up here. And I'm as happy as I can be here. Love, Love it. it. That's yeah. awesome. So why don't you kind of um, dig into that a little more, like Chapman, you mm -hmm. know? Did you come here with prior discussions with the coaches, or did you just come here for the school and then you happen to choose football? Yeah, so um, coming out of high school, I was recruited by multiple Skyax schools, um, talked to USD and Davidson for a little bit. And then I went on a visit here, Coach Adams, who's now at Laverne, he mm -hmm. came and he's a yeah. big part of my um, role in coming here, and Coach Monk also, but they held me on a visit here. And it was um, it was my first time ever seeing this campus. I've heard people from Corona where I'm from just coming here and I've heard shout stories about, yeah, shout out Corona, <laughs> the IE baby. Inland Empire. IE baby, <laughs> built different. Um, but yeah, came on a visit, fell in love with it immediately. Yeah. Um, it was actually, I was between here and Kowloon, mm -hmm. and okay. then I was like, you know what? No, I'm coming to Chapman. I love the coach and staff here. Coach Owens is awesome. Um, I went on a visit here just for like a day and visited the school, met a couple of the football players, and the facilities blew me away. The campus yeah. blew me away. And one thing I did kind of realize going into college was like, I wasn't trying to go play in the NFL. I wasn't trying to do anything crazy. I wanted to go to a school where it offered a good education and offered something that mm -hmm. I could kind of fall back onto. Yeah. And um, I think our school and the connections and networking that we offer and the coaches' connections that the coaches have is unbelievable. So I knew coming out and graduating, I'd be put in a good spot to, you know, put myself in a successful career and get myself a good job. So yeah. that was probably the biggest thing that I was looking forward to coming in. That's perfect. That's awesome. It. Yeah, that's huge. I mean hearing it from an athlete's perspective because just as a student you know i know already like the connections mm -hmm. i build just through professors mm -hmm. and yeah uh clubs and such yeah it, it's it's cool to hear that it translates into like our athletic programs as well yeah definitely so um blake i mean gosh thank you again yeah. for being here this yeah, is yeah. exciting been great we were hoping we can get a football guy on just because you know <laughs> Even though I mentioned earlier that Chapman's not really known for sports, right? Football's still the cream of the crop. Oh, you yeah. know, huge yeah. program. Yeah, like, big huge, program. It's, yeah, it's yeah. We're looking to grow too. I mean, our social media page is just popped it off had, out yeah, of it's nowhere. Been, it's been so good <laughs> yeah. this year. I was like, this looks yeah. like a D one like social media. I know. Page. Shout out Brandon Lewis. He's actually a former uh, Chapman football player. Okay. He's uh, working at Ethica right now, but he's helping out, taking time out of his. Uh, busy schedule to help That's out with sick. the football program and That's making awesome. our Instagram page look pretty dope. Yeah, so, it looks really sweet. Yeah, so that was big. And we're just trying to grow the program yeah. in general, just get our name out there, yeah. um, just Chapman in general, and hopefully uh, bring in some more recruits in that can right. help us out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's come a long way. So it's it's going to be exciting these next couple of years uh, for How's Chapman the energy football. going into this game? Oh, the energy's big, yeah. I mean, obviously – 
we came off a tough loss against Claremont and Pomona, which always stinks. Uh, but this week, you know, Redlands, Chapman doesn't really like Redlands. Yeah. <laughs> Redlands doesn't really like Chapman. It always goes back as a big rivalry, rivalry. game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, you know, I think we're ready. I think we're um, ready to come into the game, and we really want to win. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, especially coming off of the two weeks prior. So, you know, we're definitely hungry and looking forward to it. That's awesome. Love it. Okay, going back, you said your senior year this year. Is this your, like, fourth or fifth? Did you take a COVID year? No. Okay. No, okay. okay. So this is this is my fourth year. Okay. Um, All right. And then, yeah, I'm graduate, projected to graduate in spring. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So if everything, Congrats. the dice yeah. rolls yeah. correctly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if the midterms, mid-terms go well. Midterms go well. Yeah. <laughs> midterms go well. I plan on graduating in the spring. So there you go. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to graduate. That was something Great. I was looking forward to coming in. Like, graduation day yeah. is going to yeah. be probably the best day of my life. Yeah. You so. said you started as a freshman, right? Yes. So yes, as sir. a so four did you play any games this year? Did you have to No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. This so fall. Would have been a four year starter, three year starter just mm-hmm. because of medical issues. Mm-hmm. Take me back to like that freshman year. Like when you're coming on campus, that first fall camp and like did you know in fall camp you're like, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna start or was it like were you surprised by the coaches like saying, Hey, you're starting game one? Yeah, oh man, freshman fall camps are story. <laughs> um, so at the time, I was just commuting. So I was commuting from Corona. Okay. And we have practices from like 7.30 to like 10 at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd be waking up at like 6.30 every day, getting ready, driving to the campus. And I got through the first part of fall camp, and then I got a really bad blister injury mm. on my foot. And it was like, you hear that and you're like, okay, like, and all the players are like, this guy sucks. Like, this guy does not, this guy can't hang. Who is like, he? And, yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> there was a spot open at the middle linebacker position because David Arus and then uh, the senior before graduated. So there's a spot open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew that coming in. And getting that injury on my foot was just brutal. I'll show you guys a picture after. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> but <laughs> it was like down to like the third layer of skin. Like it was oh. just completely pink on my foot. And I'm like an idiot walking around the showers. Like it's just like with completely barefoot. Yeah, terrible, terrible for my foot. And then I went to the trainer and it came to a point where like I couldn't even run. We're running like at four o'clock during the day. Like our practices are like the hottest part of the day and like i'm like coming in dead last every time <laughs> i was i came into uh came into freshman year a little chunky i'm not gonna lie <laughs> so everyone's like this kid's just a fat linebacker he can't freshman play 15. yeah the freshman 15 coming in before, before freshman pre- Jesus coming in before. yeah i got a head start on the freshman 15 <laughs> yeah. so yeah i was coming in last and my foot was just killing me so i talked to our trainers and it put me out for like a week or two yeah, okay. and during camp as a freshman, like you can't afford to miss any days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right when I was getting into working with the number ones, that's when like mm. they took me out. So I was like, oh man. So now I'm just like, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because then we had to learn a whole playbook. So during that time, I was like studying our whole defense, trying to understand our whole defense. And I knew that I could play. And I knew once I came back, like I'd be able to play physical and probably put up my best effort to at least crack a starting rotation. Yeah. So it was a battle um, between just me and a couple guys, and um, it came week one, and then before that week one Pacific game, uh, we were in meetings, and I practiced, like, came back, practiced for a week, did well, and before that week one, they were like, Blake, you're going to start this week, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> All right. This. Yeah, it kind of caught me by surprise, Yeah, and, um, and we played that Pacific game, and we went up to uh, Oregon, 
and I ended up having like two strips that game and I played an unreal game yeah. Yeah. and they were like who is this guy he's <laughs> just a fat freshman kid coming in and now he's like making big plays and then from there I never looked back and had a really good season that year in 2019 as you guys know the undefeated season mm-hmm. yeah. that was a big season in Chapman history so that season was that season was unreal yeah um, I know like the previous players like oh, I don't know like looking back they're like I didn't think we were gonna be like that good and then we came in like from the first game like I knew we were gonna be something special that year right yeah and things just clicked from offense and defense mm-hmm. and that year was something to remember and I'm very grateful to be a part of that yeah. historic season awesome. what so, was that like getting to play like deep into the postseason like here at the division three level what it, what was that like being on that team like that year yeah so that was insane coming into the first round it was our first we played uh linfield mm-hmm. and that's always a huge game because linfield is like in the past my coach has told me in the past like 15 season or something they've played linfield's played 119 games and they're like 112 and 7 yeah in their conference crazy. so they're just an absolute powerhouse Jeez. and like years before prior we've played linfield and we've lost every time yeah so we were lucky enough to have a home game coming into the first round and we're like we have to like coming off of undefeated season we're like we have to win this game right it's at home like just keep the keep the success going and that game was like like four overtimes yeah that game was insane like (laughs) we got featured on sports and spencer Uh and i got featured on sports that's awesome and uh it was an insane game Mm -hmm. actually in fact i got a concussion in that game (laughs) (laughs) number seven which brings up a little bit of a touchy (laughs) seven six or seven (laughs) yeah uh that was Number seven, I think. Yeah. Wow. Or eight. I don't know. You I start to lose remember. count, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah, I start to lose count. You're asking the bad <laughs> question. Let's not go right saying now. you can't remember. But, but. <laughs> exactly. So, I did catch a concussion that game. And we were just, we had to put a D lineman at linebacker, and it was bad. We were pretty injured up and banged up that part of the season. And we won that game, yeah. and that was insane. And then we played St. John's. And that was a bummer not to be able to play in because they had this left tackle who got drafted. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. He got drafted to, I can't recall the team. But he was like 6'7", like <laughs> 300 pounds. Like oh, He wow. was huge. Yeah. He was a crazy left tackle. And he was like on the combine, if you guys remember the guy who like makes like peanut butter and Gatorade and eggs. It and was like, that guy? That was him. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate smoothie. Yeah, That's the nuts. ultimate smoothie. That was the left tackle for St. John's. Wow. That's crazy. So at that point, we were just really banged up, and you know we ended up losing that game. But it was crazy just going that far and having that experience as a team and just for the program, just mm-hmm. setting where this program can go. Yeah, I think that yeah. was a big thing. It was just a building block of what this program can do. Yeah, setting what it has standard. To, exactly, yeah, setting awesome. the potential of what we can do. So that was a big thing, and that was an awesome season. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for being a part of it. And, yeah, it was it was a fun season. That's that awesome. Great season. Wow. So – just curious, because, you know, I don't know how many people know how much time mm-hmm. goes into, like, football. Not just <laughs> not just in the practicing in the field, but also, like, the mental preparation for each week. So what was, like, an average week for you, you know, when you had a game or, you know, coming up that week? Yeah. Um, during football season, for starters, you have no social life at yeah. all. <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> everyone's going out. And it's funny, because during fall camp, like, I'm sitting in my room, and, like, it's I live, like, kind of by the Arco area, and... I'm sitting in my room and like everyone's coming out for a week going out. You hear like everyone, oh my God, come out, blah, blah, blah. just right outside your door. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there yeah. eating frozen chicken nuggets like at like <laughs> nine o'clock at night because I've practiced at 7 a.m. Just super sad in my room. So no social life. But during the season, 
you know, you're busy like all the time. Our off day is Monday, which is a great off day to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Monday is such an awesome <laughs> yeah. time to be able to do things. Makes it a lot better. Exactly. Um, but that's just what comes part of it. Uh, Saturday nights, you know, you can go hang out and hang out with friends then. But all the way leading up to Friday, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're busy with school all day. And then you go in at 530 for meetings and you're done with practice at around 10, 930. Yeah. And then Friday, which is um, like walkthroughs, walk you have that, yeah. but then you have the game the next day, so you can't really do anything then. So you're busy with that, getting ready for the game. And then Saturday, you're just, the whole day is game day. Wait, starting from waking up, like you just gotta, you're just thinking of the game the yeah. whole day. You have yeah. nothing else really on your mind. Watching college football here and there. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing that stinks too, is like you see like Clemson, <laughs> Clemson versus Florida State or something. You're like, dang, that's a good game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I got a game. But <laughs> I got to go play. <laughs> yeah, I got to go play too. So that's different too. But you're watching as much college football. But And then Sunday is meetings and conditioning. Conditioning, yeah. Yeah, so wow. it's – you're busy every day except for Mondays. So Mondays, good old Mondays. you get a chance to go out <laughs> on yeah. a Monday and just get, get something to eat with friends or – I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's not a great day to do anything. Yeah, Monday, so, Monday night. Never thought you'd say Monday nights to Monday. are awesome. They go crazy. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> so yeah, that's the schedule. It's it's busy. So once football season ends, it's definitely a little more yeah easy to be able to do things. But during football, you're football, football, football. Yeah, yeah. got a pregame artist. You know that Ooh. you listen to before a game. Mm. Um, Waka Flocka. Okay. Hey, 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 go hard on <laughs> <laughs> I love Waka Flocka. Um, that's definitely a pre-game pre-game artist that I like to listen to. Nice. That is yeah the best way to get hyped up. Uh, okay, take me into the locker room then. What's it like uh, pre-game? Just the culture, the atmosphere around the team. Yeah, honestly, the locker room is what makes football so special. I think those are the things that oh, yeah. I'm gonna miss the most. Yeah. Like practices and games are always memorable, and you, you you know you don't really look back. You remember certain plays. You remember like just the moments with the teammates. Right. And I think the biggest memories I have are just like goofing around in the locker room with your teammates, and like being in the weight room, seeing the guys around. Um, the locker rooms, the locker room's something different. It's 120, <laughs> 115 dudes deep in the <laughs> locker room, uh, just a bunch of testosterone going around, um, just arguing over what we have a tv in our locker room so like arguing what's going to be on the tv and just arguments just between teammates just like band like teammates egging them on and stuff like that so it's not really arguments just yeah playful banter right yeah. Right, yeah. So, right, 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 yeah. but like just a lot of testosterone in one room and it's fun it's definitely something that is something i'm going to miss the most just yeah. all those get being around all those guys and joking around so unmatched yeah definitely do you feel kind of going back to the coaching thing did you <laughs> feel like this year it was like was it hard for you like do you feel like you have to draw a line or like be like different around the guys and like is it hard for you going into like coach mode as opposed to just being one of the boys on the team like is it is it is there a yeah. difference there that you have to do um in a way, yeah. but for the most part, like, I'm just kind of like, I've had to snap on a couple couple guys, like, just yeah. getting practice at, like, lining up in the lines that we're supposed to do for kickoff or something. But, you know, like, that just comes with, like, I'd say I have as much, um, like, not power over the team, but, like, just the ability to command players on the team as much as, like, Tanner, right. Mendoza, and the like other captain. captains. Yeah. So, like, I kind of had that, say, coming in. Yeah. And... 
I think is especially as a defense being a guy who's kind of known and been around the program mm-hmm. for so long, yeah. our defense is very young. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only person who's came from that 2019 season coming into this season was me. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was a lot of younger guys Fresh coming faces. in. Yeah, so I think the ability – I'm lucky enough to have guys around me who support me and respect me, and I respect them. And there's kind of a line, and I got to kind of just make sure I'm not doing too much. But I, I think everyone kind of is on the same page of what – I'm trying to do and help mm-hmm. them out. Everything's in mm-hmm. their best interest. Um, so, yeah, in a way, kind of, but, but I, yeah, it just kind of comes with, you know, being a captain, yeah. leader, and trying to lead these guys. Into no, for sure. Something Definitely. that I see them doing. Yeah. All right. I want to talk a little bit more about like the concussion side of things. So, I know mm-hmm. you said you got the one back for 2019. Yeah. And then did you have any other between then and the one you got this year? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. 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 It's like document. Yeah. Right. 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 Like uh, I, there's a couple where I know there are concussions, uh-huh. um, but I just say, yeah. Oh no, I'm so fine. Just it's just a headache. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, like one of our games. Uh-huh. Um, I won't say which game. So I'm <laughs> lucky, but um, yeah, one of the games I got one, and I was like, oh, I hurt my shoulder, and then like halfway, like. While that whole third quarter was going, I was like throwing up in the bathroom the whole time. Like, yeah, well, I was wow. like, I'm pretty jacked up right now. Yeah. At halftime, everyone was like, it's funny because everyone knows when like something's going off with me because I like start getting real twitchy and like my eyes uh-huh. start moving. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't really control my emotions very yeah. well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's some of them where I was like, I was throwing up behind and I was just trying to be like, all right, well, and then I just played through it next week. Yeah, which is terrible. Don't right. ever do that. <laughs> but you know, it was just something that happened, and mm-hmm. I just had to continue playing. And then, yeah, it was tough. And then, <laughs> going back to that Linfield game, um, our uh, trainer Pam comes and takes me out. And at that game, I was like, finish the drive. I was like, I want to finish this drive. Like something's up, but I want to finish it. And I, was, I couldn't see the sideline. I couldn't like see the calls going on. My yeah. it was just like it was during a day, the day game, right? And it was like everything was super blurry, and I couldn't understand. And I like looked at Dylan, Whoa. and I was like, "Dude, I need you to give me these calls right now." Like yeah. I have no idea. So I could see like what's going on in front of me, and everything peripherally uh-huh. was just like blur. Yeah. So I was just like, "All right, just Dylan, muscle, walk me through this." Muscle, yeah, <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah, I know the play call. I'm just gonna run it, finish this wow. drive, and I come off, and like my eyes are twitching, and the trainer comes up. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." And then like I couldn't. In a moment of concussion, like, especially when your adrenaline is so high, like, you just want to continue playing. You can't really understand what's going on. Right. Yeah. And our trainer's like, you need to come out. And I was like, no. And I, like, started barking at our trainer and <laughs> honestly, like, kind of cussed out our trainer, Pam, which I felt so bad after. I was like, I'm so sorry I cussed you out. Like, I did not mean to do that. Like, I just wanted to just keep playing. She's like, no, it's totally fine. Like, you had a concussion, so you're <laughs> obviously don't really know what's <laughs> right. going on. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's – um. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting thing when getting a yeah. concussion. Like, you know, something's something. Yeah. Wrong. Wow. So after this one, was it like, how did you come to the conclusion to have to retire? Um, you know, it's like, like I said, the previous concussions, I'll just be like, I'm going to play through this. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. never really foregone decision that coming into the season one more is going to call it quits yeah. i've always been saying that like one more i'm done one more i'm done and then even coming into college like and then something just clicked this year yeah after i got it and i was like really emotional i was like sitting in the meeting room and my head was pounding and i was like 
how much more how much more can I take of this like right. before yeah. it gets seriously like I'm at nine right now right it's not good already even at like five you're not good but like at nine I'm like this can't be good like yeah. I need to like talk to my family or like make a decision like so I called one of the coaches aside during our team building that day and people knew something was up mm -hmm. and something just clicked and it was like I can't do this and talked to my coach and my coach was like yeah you can't do this like you mm -hmm. I care about you too much to be able to I want you to be able to like see your kids and grandkids and like I care about you too much to let you play right. like I'm gonna have your back 100% and um and then I just was like yeah it's definitely time and mm -hmm. I told the coach my inside backers coach and then I told the other coaches just kind of how I was feeling but I didn't really make a decision and then I took a couple of days off and talked to my family and um it was just one of those things it was like it was just it just kind of clicked i guess yeah. it was god's plan or something it's right. funny cuz i was watching uh like this <coughs> it was on tv and i was just eating and it was just like on tv in the late night like church services that they show like on tv <laughs> and he was talking about like this football coach who like got fired and he wasn't really like it wasn't his plan to get fired and how like I'll completely turn events and how it led him to another position of like what he wasn't expecting coming in, which is now the coaching role for me, I guess you can relate. Yeah. Of like yeah. how like it just things just happen and it was just God's plan for me, I guess. And yeah, it was just one of those things where I just kinda knew like this is yeah, this, this is, is probably the best decision I could make. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well I mean, hey, we're happy, you know, you're putting your health first. Yeah. Um we see we see all these things going on. It's a huge conversation right now. In yeah. The, in the NFL. Yeah. I mean big time. So, uh, with, uh, yeah, the Tua situation. Yeah, Tua. Tua. That yeah. was insane. Huge. That like, one was wild. The first one, because they said it was a back thing. It, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and he got up, and I'm like, and you could just see him stumbling on the floor. And then the second one, that one, seeing that second concussion that happen was... to him, where his hands like yeah. started like yeah. twitching and mm -hmm. folding, looked like he... It, it, that one like was just... I watched that, and I was like, oh, my God. Like It kind of like Triggered. pulled a string in me. Right, and I yeah. was like, Jesus, like this is bad. Like This is exactly why... like it goes into like the big discussions about concussions and CTE and whatnot. Like, yeah. like when your hands are twitching like that, like yeah. that's just not normal. Yeah. So no. that was like definitely a tough thing to watch, but yeah, it's a big discussion right now. Yeah. And I mean, I think people are more aware of everything. Mm -hmm. It just, football is just such a game to where like, you can't be someone who's like, I'm going to not play anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not heard of, but there's only a few guys who have just like decided to try to do that. And there's a lot of people, but, it's just not football is not a game where you're just like oh you know i'm done yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to give up that love for the game exactly right. exactly so you know it's things are becoming um more precautionary and under the league and just football in general is trying to do things to fix it mm -hmm. and then people are like football is not football which in terms i agree with right there has yeah. to be a time to where football is football right so it's a touch it's a tough it's, call it's hard finding whole, that balance it like, is keeping it aggressive and being able to hit people like exactly. that's your favorite yeah. thing and but then it's like at the same time you got to protect the people mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and you're seeing these roughing the passer calls some of those sack. it's like come, come on, on. Yeah. 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 yeah the moment Tua went down yeah. I mean these last these last two weeks the yeah. calls have just yeah. been yeah no but shift to yeah. be honest I don't think the quarterbacks at most danger for that type of concussion no. hits it's, it's yeah. more the people the receivers, receivers. the cornerbacks the people who actually do go head up the running backs too yeah um I personally think it, it goes down to the medical staff and their viewpoint on it. Are they doing this to help the team out? 
Yeah. Like, are they how, are they looking for a reason to let the person back in, or are they mm-hmm. actually looking at the player's health? That's something that also needs to be observed. Too, yeah, I mean, sense. it's a money making league. Yeah. And you have yeah, two out there, sure. which is which is awful to say because you oh, know, yeah. the health, but it's just the way it's the, the tr- NFL is. Yeah, kinda, yeah it's yeah. the truth mm-hmm. of how everything is. So it's like, yeah, the medical staff is definitely needs to do a better job, especially with that Tua situation. Big time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. well, um, if, I mean, th- first off, thank you yeah. for sharing. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. We're we're blessed to have you on here. It's been a great show so far. We're going to pause real quick yeah. just for a quick like station identification. Mm-hmm. And then I think we might play a round of Ducking High, have a little fun here with Hello. you. Yeah. Get to let's know go. you a little more. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Tanner, let's get this going. Let's see it. Ooh. You're listening to the best talk shows, the hottest hits, all on the number one college internet radio in the nation. <laughs> Jackson Radio starts now. Are we still on air? We're back now. Let's go live here. A uh, little ducking high. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, always just get some great discussions, some debates rolling in here. Unpopular so I'll, uh, yeah, that some hot takes. Hot seat. Uh, we'll roll around. I'll start here. Actually, you know what? We're going to switch it up today. I've started every other time. We're going to let our newest host, Alejandro, start it out oh, for I us. Yeah, there we go. There we, we go. go. You feel honored? And, I, and honestly, you can be picky with the cards. Like, if it's something yeah. you're like, ah, I don't know, you can you can draw another. I, don't know. I might be extra picky. I want my first one to count, you know? Let's see. Mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, nope. Oh. That's an interesting one, but... Okay, I'll just ask. Okay. Where do you think Waldo is right now? Oh. Ooh. That's a tough question. He could be anywhere. Could really? Be I don't know anywhere. where he's at. Yeah. Where is Waldo? What type, what yeah. type of guy is Waldo? That's like the real question. You what know, type? Like, what, probably what? a weirdo. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Probably a weirdo. Anywhere? No one yeah. knows where he's at. Any, <laughs> anytime. Yeah, anytime. Kind of so. weird. Just always wanted to hide He's out. probably he's over right. by, like, by that vending machine, like the red and white, you know? It's just Blooded anything red somehow. and white. It's like you just always get that it's, image of Waldo is kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, I agree. You see it's kinda, people dress up, and yeah. if you saw a dude look like Waldo <laughs> just hiding around, lurking, <laughs> and his I'd be, eyes, I'd be, his eyes and his glasses. Yeah. Or, I'd be out. Yeah. I'd be I, out. I'd be creeped out. Waldo's creepy. All I'm right, so bye, sure. Waldo. <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope. We <laughs> <laughs> need to shuffle these. Mm-hmm. Get some good ones in there. Or just pick through and pick all the good ones. That's true. <laughs> all the good ones. Yeah. This is kind of news. Uh, if you found out that Queen Elizabeth, oh. R.I.P. This is kind of tough. But <laughs> if you found out that Queen Elizabeth had a massive collection of something random, oh. what would be a collection? Yep, I like this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we did yeah. this last like yes. a couple weeks ago, but we got to pick Parker. You and I got to pick something new. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'll let you start though. Ooh, no, you start. You start. I got to oh. think about this. So, I got to think about this. So we're sitting here, Miss. Uh, Lizzie, you know, she <laughs> she passes away, and, and we're looking through all her stuff, and we happen to find a collection of... Hmm. Oh, it's hard not to get inappropriate here. <laughs> I, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I, I, that's actually, that just came into my mind. Uh, what if we... I'm going to go like... <laughs> I'm going to go... Uh, God, something just... Oh, like, what if she had, like, just Pokemon cards? <laughs> she was just an avid Pokemon collector. Lizzie just uh, walking around the palace with her with Pokemon, her Pokemon cards. <laughs> or, like, or like Legos. She just got, like, a room full of Legos that Legos. she's just building. <laughs> her like and Prince like Harry growing up. <laughs> to be honest, 
the most realistic one I think is like a creepy doll collection. I could see that. She just gives me those vibes, you know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's unsaid, but it's something like you know, you just open up her closet. And it's just a bunch of dolls that are just staring at you. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I don't know. Something's off about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, well, 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 we we need our answer from Blake here. Oh, oh, gosh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, say collection of. Uh, I have no clue. I have collection of Pokemon cards. I'll go. I'll okay, you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. Let's see. Without getting things. All right. First one. Oh. Did we get a good one? If a gorilla could wear clothes and go to work, what would be the funniest job for it to have? Oh, it's actually one. good. That is really good. Reminds uh, me of the, the the zoo movie, the animated movie. Oh, uh, what Zootopia. Is it? Zootopia. Zootopia. That's a great yes. one. Like with the yeah. sloths at the DMV. <laughs> yes, underrated movie. It Super honestly underrated. is. I think in that movie, there was a gorilla and it was there, like a cop was, or something. Probably, right? yeah. yeah. But that, like, that one's that like, that's sense. good. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah we want to go funny. Wasn't there a gorilla in that Sing movie too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Yeah, um. Yeah. What? What else would there? I mean, What's any a like funny small one? office desk job. Like, yeah, like he's in a cubicle and just takes <laughs> up the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wearing a suit and tie. Maybe, yeah. a, maybe a free diver. Just a gorilla, <laughs> a free diver. I just jumping from that'd like be, seventy that, feet yeah. doing a red, dive. That'd red be awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, that would be pretty. Funny, or like yeah. an like NASCAR driver, or like an F one driver in like the tiny ass <laughs> cars, like fit inside. Yeah, that. yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, uh, we, we need we need you to take one, Parker. You got to take <laughs> the right, car. Right, Come on, we need one more. We need one more. One last quick round. Ooh, that's too deep. Oh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. This is a personal one. Okay. If I, Parker, were a pair of shoes, oh, what would I be? Oh, mm. oh, uh, this is good. Here we go. I think. uh Vance. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a classic. Cool one, actually. Yeah. Classic. classic. I like it. Simple. I think I rock. I think I rock just simple. Vance. You got a you got a stash rolling. Just That's right. Very by the it's by the book. Just classic. Get things done. I like classic. That. Shoe. I like that. No need, I like to get, that. no need to get like fancy. No. No, no need uh, to get fancy. There we get go. The job done. Just All right. Cool little sneakers. Well, on that, that was ducking high. Everybody, we've been doing this every week, and we're having fun getting to know our athletes. Uh, but now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. We've kind of tweaked it a bit. It is now called the Final Four. The Final, Final Four. Four. Let's get Final into Four. it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see. Ready for this? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know what time? We're gonna start that over. We didn't get the <laughs> full effect here. We need the full effect. Alrighty. We want this to be special. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know what time it is. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's the final four. All God, right. we killed that. <laughs> we we killed amazing. That. What an honor. All that buildup. <laughs> Blake, this is our last segment of the day, All hot ready. seat style. Okay. Uh, you know, buckle in. Questions coming at you fast. All righty. All right, final four. Blake, if not football, then what sport? Mm. Baseball. All righty. All right. Super Bowl prediction. Raiders. <laughs> the rate. Come on, mark my words here. Come on, words here. This, this may this serious. may slow down the questions, but mark my words here. After that Monday night game, I texted my family at like 12:30 at night, and the Raiders have a very favorable schedule coming up, playing okay. teams that aren't so good. Okay. Like the Giants are a fake of team. I'm gonna say it right here. It's the hot seat. Four and I'm one. Gonna, Come yeah, on I'm gonna have some hot takes. <laughs> the Raiders. The if they don't, yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna finish ten and. 10 and 7. I, okay. I respect your it. Wild right. Yeah, I like, Wild I like it. I like it. I love that. Okay. Uh, best advice you'd ever received? 
Mm. Um, mm, probably finish what you started. Mm. All right. Shout out to the family right. for that yeah. one, right? Big time. All right. And here we go. It's midterm season. Everyone in the AF right now listening in. Uh, uh. Here's Blake with his hardest class he's ever had to take. Ooh. Ooh. This one goes up there. Um, oh. Uh, you got inter- four seconds. Intermediate microeconomics. Oh, there we go. Oh. Love it. Ooh. <laughs> All right. There we wow. go. All right. Blake. Tanner. That was so much Alejandro, fun. Alejandro. That was one of the most fun I have had on this show to date. That was a lot of fun. That was definitely yeah, also, I had a great time. Also, Blake, Blake, I can't wait for you to hear this uh, final song here. You're going <laughs> to okay. love oh, it. Oh, here we go. Um, but yeah, that was so much fun today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, had a blast. Tune in once again every Thursday at noon here on Chapman Radio Live. You can also catch the episodes on Spotify, and we're working on something special. I think we might have to get a little YouTube live stream going during the shows on top yeah. of just the stream live on Chapman Radio. So stay tuned. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Panther underscore Insider underscore. Double underscore. Yep, there you go. To stay tuned, catch up on all your Panther Insider news and who we've got coming on, some promos for the videos, things like that. Yep. And keep an eye out. Parker, ready for this? Keep an eye out on campus at all the screens, including the one behind the scoreboard, for That's maybe a right. little, maybe a little promo graphic of Panther Insider Uh-oh. up there. Oh, big time! Whoa, watch out! But thanks again for tuning in today. We had a ton of fun. Tune in every Thursday back here on Chapman Radio. I That's why I cry so my chest. Some pumps outside, so I throw up the S. Disrespect, I lay you the rest. Boy, you ass, you suffer them rest. Bloody murder, I lay you the rest. Aim for the head, they don't need for a vest. Can't nothing protect you from this tech. Street educated.